Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is Truth Dealer Radio. Warning believers to wake up and be sober. Encouraging believers to stand on the word of God. And motivating believers to be truth dealers with a bold witness for Jesus Christ in these end times. And now the host of Truth Dealer Radio, Brian Moonen. It's Truth O'Clock. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio, where no matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. I'm Brian Moon, and I'm sounding the alarm, asking you to wake up and join the battle for truth. The truth is God's word. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and as a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12. Praise God. We're back this week, and I want to talk about self-identify or self-crucify. And I want to start out by making sure I clarify this. I, this is not me talking to you. This is what God's Word says talking to all of us. So this is something that every Christian and every person, really, that's alive, needs to heed. So this is for myself as well as yourself. Self is the big thing these days. Selfishness, self-magazine, self-identify. How do you feel? Who? It's all about you, right? Actually, no. And God is supposed to be supreme. Now, in the life of a Christian, obviously, we are supposed to deny ourselves and follow Christ and there's no in-between ground, so they conflict. There's a war going on. That's why this flesh that we're in battles against the Holy Spirit. And we have to lay down our life and follow the life that is in Christ within us and submit, therefore, submit our bodies Romans 12, 1 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And this is the battle, okay? So for every single Christian, I am not telling you these things today to harp on you. This is something I need to do and we all need to do. So I'm just putting that out first, okay? This is not a self-righteous examination of uh, I've arrived here and I'm telling you, you know, it's not about that at all. <laughs> if anything, I did this study because guess who needs a reminder? Look in the mirror, okay? So as with every doctrine we study. So that's humbly what I'm just telling you right now. I'm not preaching down. All right. Let's get into the scripture because that's what matters. 
Matthew 16, 24 through 28. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Right off the bat, okay, I just got to stop. There's two ways right there. There's not 45 ways. There's two. Either deny yourself and take up your cross and follow Jesus, or you don't. Isn't it interesting? The devil, the world, everything that's popular opinions in psychotherapy and everything else. It's all about take the me time, do it for you. Just do good for your own self. Do good because God wants you to be happy. When you come to church, when you worship him, you're not doing it for God, really. You're doing it for yourself. That's wrong. Blasphemy. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he shall reward every man according to his works. Verily I say unto you, there be some standing here which shall not taste of death till they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. Of course, some of those disciples that were right there, soon after that, went up to the mountain and witnessed the transfiguration of the Lord Jesus Christ in his glory. So that prophecy was fulfilled. Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Praise God. So, we learn that Jesus cannot deny himself. We are supposed to deny ourselves and follow Jesus. Conversely, Jesus Christ cannot deny himself. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He came forth out from the Father, came to earth, born of a virgin. He died on the cross for our sins. He was buried, and on the third day he rose again. In fulfillment of the scriptures, it was prophesied all throughout the Old Testament about the Messiah. Jesus fulfilled all those things. He completed that mission. He rose from the dead. Over 500 people saw him alive. He was here on earth for uh, 40 days, alive after the resurrection. And then he ascended back up into heaven in front of a bunch of witnesses also who saw that happen. And he is in heaven now, and he is coming back soon to judge the world. But Jesus cannot deny himself. He is God. He is truth. We are commanded to deny ourselves and follow him. Luke 9, 23 through 24. 
And he said to them all, If any man come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. Praise God. Now, this is talking about self-denial. It doesn't mean you get saved, you, you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ for your salvation, and then you go and end your life. That is not what it means. It's talking about a daily submission to the Lord. And submitting to the Lord and the Holy Spirit is the flip side of the coin of denying our flesh. They don't go together. Our flesh wants to do sin. Our flesh wants to do other things that God does not have for us in his will. So every day we have choices to make and we have two paths to follow with each decision that confronts us each day. Amen. Second Timothy 2, 11 through 13. It is a faithful saying, for if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we believe not, yet he abideth faithful, he cannot deny himself. Jesus Christ cannot deny himself. We must deny our flesh. He is the word made flesh. He cannot deny himself. If we deny his word, we deny him when we make him a liar. We cannot follow him and deny him at the same time. Amen. There's one or the other. Romans 8, 6 through 8 says, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Matthew 12.30, Jesus said this, He that is not with me is against me, and he that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. So the world doesn't like how exclusive Jesus Christ is. They like to say that the Hollywood people are elite. The politicians are elite. They're untouchable. They're elite. They're exclusive. You should do what they say. You should follow them. You should listen to them, what they say in their self-absorbed magazines. The truth is, Jesus Christ, God, is exclusive. He has a way. He has a plan. He has shown it to us. He has revealed it to us in the scriptures. And his way is the only way. They don't like that. And that's why it's very easy for the devil to deceive people because the devil, he doesn't have a problem with false religions. He doesn't have a problem creating thousand and one religions. Hail bop, comet, cult, the Mormons, Jehovah Witnesses, Catholics, all these cults that brush, they have a little brush with the truth here and there. 
They're false. They have a false, self-centered, false gospel, which is no gospel at all. It is self-centered because it centers on you doing things, you earning your way to salvation, like you getting your next Masonic up to your next level in the lodge or getting your next merit badge in the Boy Scouts. Sacraments, works, it's all works-based, so it is self-based. Well, that is not what the Bible teaches. The true gospel focuses on Jesus Christ and his finished work on the cross. Jesus said, it is finished. There is nothing we can do to add to that work. Jesus said, repent and believe, and those are gifts he gives us. God the Father calls us and shows us the truth. Amen. That's why we have to warn. We can't sugarcoat and let them think they're on their way to heaven because when they were a little baby, somebody got their head wet and said some ritual prayers from a false priest who is not even saved himself. We can't tell people that because they sing in a choir and they make pretty sounds, they're going to go to heaven while they live in a state of reprobate sin. We have to warn the people to repent and believe the gospel like Jesus did. He warned. And man, that's what I'm saying. When he comes back, it's truth o'clock 100%. There's no more truth o'clock after that. It's done, man. He's not going to play games. You don't get a second, third chance. Judgment day is coming. Now, James 4, 4 says, Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. So right here, this has got to tie in with the choices of worldliness, you know, how we dress, how we act, how we live, the image that we want to portray. These are choices that we make. Now, if it doesn't reflect being set apart for Christ and saying, I don't want anything to do with the world. I want to be neutral and serve Christ. So I'm not going to cause any harm to his cause. I'm not going to distract away from the cause of Christ and serving him. So I don't want to copy the world. I don't want to look like the world and send mixed messages. That needs to be taken into account because this says here that friendship of the world is enmity with God. Who else, whoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. It doesn't mean you can't be friendly with people that are in the world. This is talking about taking on these worldly habits, appearances. In other words, being in the world and of the world, being worldly. And not having any division in how you present yourself and how you choose to do things. So it's self-centered. Again, not being in a neutral form. There's liberty, obviously. There's styles and things. But this is talking about being of the world. This is talking about friendly with the world's ways. And showing yourself to be so. 
okay, these are choices you make and I make. You can change these things. You can go back and do things in a better way and not be as worldly. So bring it up with God. And these are things that happen, like I said, every day we got these choices to make. Romans 7, 18, For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. See, as I said in a previous show, and many shows, we need to do these things in the Spirit. We have to be praying and asking God to give us the strength to do these things. It sounds like a small thing, but for us, it's a big thing. Because our flesh is so strong-willed. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. We have to get that strength from God. And he'll, his grace is sufficient. And you know what? Once we obey, you see, wow, this is so much better. Look what God had planned for me. I veered off, I strayed off for no reason. And now that I've obeyed, look at the way it is. God's ways are always better. Romans 7, 24 through 25. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. You see, we have to make sure that battle is actually taking place. We can't just go through every day Otherwise, you're not daily taking up your cross. That's why Jesus said you have to take up your cross daily. God's mercies are fresh and new daily. And his mercy endureth forever. But it has to be forefront in our mind. Each day, we're walking, we're stepping. We're either stepping and walking with the Lord, walking in the light, or we're off in the shadows stepping onto the broad path, so we better take heed. So thyself is commanded in the Bible to do certain things. Second Timothy two fifteen through sixteen. Study to show thyself approved unto God. That means read the Bible. Read it, study it. A workman, okay, not a lazy man, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. So don't sit around and listen to things that don't profit the spirit, that don't profit your soul. Profane and vain babblings. Compared to the scripture, most other things are vain babblings, okay? Put that work in. Like when you go to the gym and you work, work out, we have to put that work in to get these results or else it's going to increase unto more ungodliness. So shun. Shun those things and turn to the word. Titus 2, 7 through 8, in all things showing thyself a pattern of good works. This is what it, it's telling us to do. Okay, this is what we're supposed to do. In all things, that means whatever you do. If you make a show or a song or a movie or write a, write a story or do an assignment or cook a meal, 
or help a neighbor. It's all things. Showing thyself a pattern of good works. In doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned. That he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. And again, all those things can't take place unless you study the Word of God. Because if you don't know what it says, you'll be ignorant and you'll be weak in the Word. And you'll be open season for the devil. Now, like Bugs Bunny, it's rabbit season, duck season. It's going to be you season. He's going to come in and slap you around like a rag doll because you don't know what the Word of God says. You have to be strong like a workman, get in and study it so that you know when someone like me or whoever else comes along or Oprah or whoever it is, if they say one thing that's incorrect, you know, unwillingly or they're a deceiver, they're a false teacher, you'll be able to discern that because of what? Because of the word of God. You have read it for yourself and you can go back and look it up. Hey, doesn't sound right. You go back, double check, triple check. Yeah, that's right. I don't need to listen to that person or I'll write to that person and tell them they're wrong about this one thing. Maybe they'll be corrected. But if you don't have that to base it off of, you'll be drifting and you'll be deceived by the enemy. And it'll turn you to your flesh. It'll turn you to yourself. So thyself is commanded... To abstain from fleshly lusts. 1 Peter 2, 11 through 12. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul, having your conversation honest among the Gentiles, that is, among the lost people of the world. That whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works, which they shall behold, glorify God in the day of visitation. They're not going to have a bad report of you and say, you know, that's a big time hypocrite. They're real worldly. They say they believe in God, but they act just like everything else. And, you know, I'm not going to listen to them because what's the difference? Titus 2, 11 through 12, for the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Yes, that's right. God commands us to deny our, ourselves, or deny our flesh, deny ungodliness and worldly lusts. We should live soberly, righteously. That means there are righteous standards. There are standards for dressing. There are standards for different things in our appearance. There are standards that go across the line. Some are godly and some are not. Worldly. And it signals, it signifies, it sends a message. This is how we communicate to the world, the lost world. It's either I'm, I'm different, I'm one of you, or I'm totally different and set apart. And like I said, if they're neutral... Nothing will harm the cause of Christ based on that. You might say something that's not right, but that's 
your tongue control it. Your image is a whole separate communication. And it boils down to the flesh. And it's interesting, Jesus, the things that he talked about, not to worry about your dress and your diet, and these are the things that the world always latches onto that for this big identity, self-identity, dressing and style and promoting all these diets and promoting all these, you know, I'm vegan, I'm this, I'm that. It's all just like totally wrapped up in it. And it turns into, oftentimes it turns into an idol. You know, it's it's what the people identify as. And then they become factious. They have this whole faction. It's like they're in this little niche group that they identify themselves with that style or that group or that diet. It's idolatry because you're not following Christ. You're following these fleshly choices. The self is commanded to seek God, the kingdom of God, first. Matthew 6.33, Jesus said, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Praise God. The self is commanded to deny the world and follow Christ by faith without hesitation. Amen. So that's it for today. I mean, we went through a lot of scriptures there. And again, I wanted to let you know that these are things that we have to all think of every day. Because every day is new and every day there's supposed to be a battle going on. And we need to be strong in the Lord. We do that by submitting to Jesus Christ for our decisions. Not submitting to self. Not putting self first. We put God first, then others. Self will be last, if at all. You know, God is going to take care of yourself and all of these things that everyone gets wrapped up in. They're things we're not supposed to concern ourselves with to begin with. Focus on the spiritual and pleasing the Lord and truly seeking his will. Those other things will pass away. So I just want to thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I'll be tuning in again next time. God bless you. Love you all. And be strong in the Lord. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. TruthDealerRadio.com. You keep talking about Jesus. Some folks out there just might be listening.